Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast, it's presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A lot to get to today. Cannot wait, including some big news in the sports world. We'll get to that. But before we get into headlines, this is the shit that just drives me nuts. I had to take my cat to the fucking vet this morning. And one th- here's the first thing. I was supposed to have a meeting this morning with some people down at Mile High Life. But as I'm calling to make an appointment for my cat, they're like, well, you can either come in tomorrow morning at this specific time or it's the next available opening is going to be like a month from now. So I'm like, fuck, I got I have to do it. I don't want to fucking wait forever. I just want to get it out of the way. So I had to do that, cancel my appointment, but whatever. No, uh, my meeting, I should say, I canceled that. But in order to get my cat into the little carrying case thingy that we have for him, it felt kind of bad because I'm like trying to lure my cat into this basically a white van, otherwise known as the cat carrier. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, you want a treat? (laughs) There's some candy in here. Uh Uh-huh. Wink, wink. (laughs) Don't worry. I know your parents. That's what it felt like. It felt so horrible. I was catnapping my cat. And then finally, like, he's not budging. He, he, he knows what the fuck is going on. He knows that I'm going to take him somewhere that he doesn't want to go. So eventually I look at my watch and I'm like, I, I got to go. We got to go, bro. So I just reach underneath the bed because that's where he was hiding the whole time. Reach under the bed and just like grab him. I'm like, this is, come on, get <laughs> Like, get in, the, get in the van. It was horrible. It's horrible. And he's looking at me. He's like, I thought I knew you. Like, you don't know me. You don't know me at all. And then I got a call from Liam Neeson. It was fucking wild. He's like, I don't know who you are, but I know you stole my cat. <laughs> and like, Liam, it's my cat. I have a very particular set of skills for tracking down catnappers. Okay, Liam. That's a very odd, specific, you know, set of skills, but good for you, I guess. You know what we need to do? Let's end this conversation. <laughs> Let's, excuse me. Oh, I got the hiccups. Fuck. Anyway, headlines. Let's go. Let's go. And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> oh, I just did a hiccup burp. <laughs> I hate that. Woo. Anyway, a zoo is recruiting people to wear giant inflatable bird costumes to scare off all the seagulls. I, I got to be honest. Seagulls are fucking annoying as shit, so I get it. Apparently, the Blackpool Zoo posted an advertisement for seagull deterrence after a spat with the food thefts left visitors uh, just irate and uncomfortable. And once once seagulls get a taste of a free meal, they're not going to leave. It's it's so disgusting when you go to some beaches and, and you just see it's overrun by by seagulls. Oh, it's fucking annoying. So apparently this Blackpool Zoo is just overrun with seagulls and it's a big problem. So this is what they said. Excuse me, this is what it says. At Blackpool Zoo, it goes without saying that we love all animals. And as a seaside resort, Blackpool is not short of seagulls. However, the seagulls are proving to be...
to be a bit of a nuisance when it comes to trying to steal food from our visitors and our animal enclosures. He says, we need to do what we can to keep the seagulls away from our main visiting dining areas, which is why we are looking for a team of people to join our visitor services team as seagull deterrents. A successful candidate must be focused, energetic, friendly, and flexible. Now, is the flexible mentally flexible or physically flexible? Because that's just kind of an interesting thing. Like, what are you going to make me do? <laughs> oh, listen, I'm not going to say it. No, I was going to say something dirty, but I'm not going to. I'll let you do that. You're welcome. And part of this is because some dude got mad at a seagull at the zoo and tied like a, a chain around its neck, a rope, excuse me, around his neck and was like walking the seagull around with it. And like he got arrested, but it's just like that. People are at their wits end when it comes to the seagulls and it makes people not want to go. But it's funny in a sense because it it reminds me of because I, I jokingly said on social media, I was like, I would love to do this job. Now, what I didn't say is I'd love to do this job for about 20 minutes. Then I'm done. Never want to do it again <laughs> because I can't imagine going to work and that's your gig. But hey, listen, Denver Zoo, if you want... If you got a problem with geese, I'll chase off the geese. If you, if you give me a giant inflatable, I don't know, sumo suit, something to scare the shit out of them. You just see see me running around the Denver Zoo. Ah, ah, ah. Chasing out all the geese. That's the, We don't have seagulls here. We have geese everywhere. The Canadian geese are fucking everywhere, and it's, it's, it's annoying, let's be honest. Fucking goose poop everywhere. But anyway, it reminded me of when I worked at Jamba Juice back, I want to say 1999, we were entered in the Broomfield Days Parade, and we took my car and made it kind of a float. We decorated it a little bit, and we were trying to do the Jamba theme, which is, oh gosh, it's like celebration of, of life. I can't remember what Jamba means, but... It's like a celebration type of thing and, and promoting happiness. And so part of our presentation for the parade was, yes, we have the car, but it was also me, my brother, and I want to say two other guys dressed up in banana costumes. Like, they're really nice costumes. I got to be honest. And I have a picture of this somewhere. And, and so... It's, it's all of us running around, and the parade route is long. So as we're running around, if we saw any of our friends or fellow coworkers, we'd go interact with them. And a couple times, I thought it'd be funny to tackle the people that I knew that were on the side sitting in the grass. So we fast forward, we end up winning some trophy for our, what we did. And part of that, I would have to say most of that is the fact that we are so high, high energy, all four of us, and interacting with the crowd. People loved it. But we got in trouble from corporate and <laughs> Jamba corporate because that we returned the, the banana costumes with grass stains on them. <laughs> We're like, what? Listen, if you want the Duff brothers to do something, we go full blast. <laughs> That's what happens, especially when we're around each other. 
There's no governor on this thing. It just goes. And that's what happened. It was fun. It was fun. I don't know. Have you ever had to dress up in a costume like that for work? I, I dressed up as a sandwich when I worked at Subway for a little bit. And I remember standing on the corner near 104th and Federal in Federal Heights, <laughs> waving at people to come into our, our restaurant. That was stupid. Uh, I swear I've done it before on something else. But either way, uh, I did it for that. That was funny. I don't mind doing that shit. Who cares? It's funny. If somebody had a costume right now, and they're like, Duff, let's go promote your podcast, and you're going to be in this giant gorilla costume or whatever, I'll just get the the poster board made uh, with my logo on it. Go ape over Duff uncensored. Something stupid like that. I don't care. Who gives a shit? Until some motherfucker starts messing with me, then that that gorilla, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna throw down. Don't be fucking with a gorilla. Don't be fucking with a man in a gorilla costume or a banana costume. <laughs> if any of you have a costume like that, let's team up. And let's go see what we could do and in, in promote the podcast. I think that would be a hilarious video. <laughs> uh, I will dress up as a prostitute. Hey, get your rocks off with the Huff Uncensored. <laughs> hey, I'll do it. Okay. No freebies. <laughs> anyway, ask me about my specials and I'm dressed up as a prostitute. Oh, that's gross. Like I have a menu of uh, sexual favors. Anyway, let's move on from this. How did that, how did I go from, what the fuck is wrong with me? People dressing up in, in bird costumes as shoe away seagulls to me dressed up as a prostitute, you know, g offering up a menu of uh, sexual favors. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. If you're new to the podcast, I apologize. It's kind of... You know, it's going to blindside you at times. Let's just be honest. A court determined that a landlord sunbathing naked in a courtyard of his of his building wasn't a reason for his tenants to reduce their rental payments. It sounds like they're getting free entertainment. I don't know what they're complaining about. A building in an upmarket residential district, which included an office floor rented by a human resource company... <laughs> that's awesome uh so the the landlord would just go out in this little courtyard and you know take off his clothes and sunbathe but the hr firm had tried withholding a portion of its rent because of a series of long-running issues it had with the property one of which was the landlord kept getting naked outside their windows the court said that the spot where the landlord sunbathed could only be seen from a rented office by leaning far out of the window. It also said that the tenant failed to prove that he took the stairs to the courtyard on clothes. On the contrary, the plaintiff stated cre uh, credibly that he always wore a bathrobe, which he only took off just before sunbathing. What the fuck? <laughs> That's... I get uh, apparently in this area, it's okay to sunbathe naked. I, I feel like that that's one of those things where 
it's it's a little bit inappropriate, but apparently wherever he's doing it, they're saying you have to go way above and beyond to see him. How would that make you feel? You're you're especially like the HR company. All you HR uh, nerds out there, you're gonna you'd be pulling a fit. You'd be like, oh my god, what what kind of fucking weird world do we live in? You're sitting there trying to you know uphold the. <laughs> the company standards for your shit. Meanwhile, you, you, if you stretch your head outside the window, you see some old man's, uh, saggy dong. That's horrible, horrible. Oh, what a horrible visual. But that being said, like the judge said, it's like, if you're going above and beyond to see it, is it who's more to blame with this? So it's more of the tenants having an issue and that, and you can't just all of a sudden be like, well, I have to see you naked. So I'm not going to pay rent. That's that's a little ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. Okay, anyway. But I I don't oh god. If it's if it's legal to do on your property, then I do, I don't see I agree with the judge. But that being said, if for some reason this this landlord was making it so everybody could see, I mean that's that's not very professional. It's disgusting. Nobody wants to see your dick, man. And could you imagine just trying to conduct your work? If, if indeed there was a, a chance where you could see him, like you're just, you're typing away, <laughs> you know, filing some papers. Then you look out your window and you're like, there it is. He must've dropped his wallet <laughs> because I'm getting stared back with the old brown eye. <laughs> oh, it's gross. Here's the thing, too, by the way, think about like it's always funny, I, especially when I was a kid. You're like, oh, it'd be cool to go to a nude beach. Most likely, if you go to a nude beach, it's not you're not going to see the people that you are attracted to. It's people that just like they're they're just loving life. Let's listen. It's not going to be appealing. That's what I'm getting at. It's going to be gross. <laughs> Ew. There's a lot of extra skin. They're happy. They're happy. I've never been to a nude beach. Don't think I want to go. Because by chance, I see somebody that's attracted to them. They're like, hi. And then, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Run away. Run away. It's hard to run. We got more coming your way. But first, baseball's back. And hockey and hoops, they're knee deep in the playoffs. So make it all count with uh, this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports Colorado is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. A Boston Marathon runner got caught taking a dump in someone's garden. I understand that you got to be a special breed of person in order to complete a marathon. It's it's insane to me. I I one time I did the I was part of a relay team for the Colfax Marathon, and I only did like six miles of it, and that was a bitch. I don't know if it was even that long, but whatever I did, it was it was horrible. It was the last leg of it. 
And I thought I was going to die by the time I hit the finish line. And I'm only doing it like a quarter of the fucking course, whatever it ended up being. But you people that run these marathons and it's just bizarre. I see. I'm, I'm surprised, actually, that this marathon runner took a dump in somebody's garden because I've seen plenty of stories and plenty of photos of people just crapping themselves. And here's what's funny to me. They don't know who the, the mystery pooper was. They don't know. But it's, it's all caught on somebody's door camera. And sure enough, he's in the corner taking a, a, a deuce. Some random guy comes up to him. We don't know what he says, but he confronts the dude. And then eventually they part ways. And then the marathon runner hops back on the course and continues to run with a, with a squishy butt. <laughs> Here's what's funny, too. You know that guy didn't finish in the, like, top 300. He's probably, a, you know, barely able to complete the, the marathon. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I'm going to take a shit. If you're, like, in the top 10, I guess it's okay to go uh, veer off the course and take a, a crap in somebody's lawn. Still don't think it's okay to do. But I guess it's a little bit more acceptable. But you, this guy... Oh, my God. Ed, could you imagine if that was your lawn? One, how how pissed would you be if you saw somebody in your yard taking a crap? And then what if you didn't see it and you're just going to mow your lawn? Next thing you know, you, know, you see a, a human-sized pile of poo in your, in your garden. Really? Oh, man, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. But could you imagine getting caught if you're getting caught and then eventually like you get cite uh what is that a citation for for pooping in somebody's lawn it's like public exposure and some other crap that i'm sure that they could throw at you how embarrassing would that be especially if like you're courting somebody you're you know you you just have this new relationship with this girl you really like her she likes you and then she's like, hey, I was thinking about uh, dropping off some lunch to your work. Uh, what's a good time to be there? I'll be like, actually, I, I'm in court today. So maybe tomorrow? So like, what are you in court for? Well, I took a shit in somebody's garden. <laughs> she's like, you know what? Maybe it's time we see other people. <laughs> How embarrassing would that be? Okay, real quick. We're in the, we're in the trust tree, okay? Let's all be honest here. If your significant other decided to take a dump in somebody else's lawn, it could be yours, I guess, too, would you stay with them? Regardless if they're running a marathon or not, would you stay with them? I'd have a hard time looking at my wife if I found out that she likes to do that. Every now and then you find a, a, a story where you've got a serial pooper pooping on people's driveways or whatever. If you found out that that was your significant other, what would you do? Would you stick by their side? It'd be really hard. I got to be honest. Got to be honest. If I took a crap on somebody's lawn and my wife found out about it, I would not be surprised if she left me. She's like, you know what? I'm taking the kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why'd you leave Scott? Well, he likes to poop on people's lawns. So bizarre. 
so bizarre. I just, I don't know how you could be with somebody that does that. So disgusting. Hey, speaking of poo, a man poured cow poop all over his exterior of his car. Why? Because he says it keeps his car a lot cooler during the summer heat. He claimed that the simple cow dung coating lasts for right around two months. Now, that's assuming that it doesn't get disturbed by a lot of water. Because if it starts raining, that shit's just going to melt off. Could you imagine? Oh, my God, I just got that horrible visual. Horrible visual. You're driving in that car, not even thinking about it. Don't realize that it's, you know, starting to to rain or something like that. And you go to get out of your car, or maybe you do know it's raining and it's pouring, and you're like, shit, I need to get out of my car, not thinking anything of it. Open the door. Then you just get a, like a river of cow poop all over your back head and your back that'd be horrible it's disgusting totally not worth it i understand this guy's like saying i hardly use my air conditioning now in my when i do it works so quickly yeah not worth it not worth smearing my car with cow feces i just it's very creative i get it kudos to you but no and it kind of goes back to kind of like we were saying before is like, imagine picking up a date and you're like, hi, I opened the door for her. And she's like, what does that smell? It smells like, like, you know, the farm, like cow, you know, poo. And he's like, oh, that's just my car. As she's, she doesn't realize her hands on top of the car. <laughs> you're touching cow poop right now. That's, that's a date killer. Sorry. Could you, again, could you be with somebody that is like, you know what? Let's just smear cow poop all over our cars. It'd be great. We'll save on on energy a little bit. <laughs> like, no, I'm not, not gonna, not gonna. And, and while that's a very intelligent way to cool down your, your vehicle, I mean, you could be using stuff like that as insulation and helping like with, you know, say homes and stuff, but I, I just don't, not worth it. Not worth it. If all of a sudden they're like the new insulation for homes is going to be cow shit. Like, yeah, you know what? I'll just go with the spray foam or the regular old school insulation. I'm fine with that. Don't really need to shovel, be shoveling shit <laughs> everywhere. It's disgusting. Hey, speaking of shit. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. I said you shit. Now, remember Aaron Rodgers did that uh, thing where he went into a, like a dark house for like a couple days, whatever, so he could contemplate what, what his next move was in his career. Well, fast forward to just the other day. Aaron Rodgers, he's a New York Jet now, no longer a Green Bay Packer. He's kind of following... The, the career path of Brett Favre, only Brett Favre started in Atlanta with the Falcons and then moved over to the, to the Packers, then went to the Jets, and then went to the Vikings. So we'll see if, if he ends up making another round. Like, but it, I guess it's exciting for people in New York uh, I mean, instead of going with Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco, they at least have Aaron Rodgers. But that being said, how much time does Aaron Rodgers l have left? 
who knows how much gas is left in that tank of his. And we saw firsthand what benefits of bringing a veteran, legit quarterback quarterback can do to an organization. We saw that firsthand here in Denver when Peyton Manning came to an established coaching team. So that was something that we talked about a little bit with Alfred Williams the other day is the chaos of last season, let's say, for the Denver Broncos. Let's veer off to that real quick, but it completely relates to Aaron Rodgers. Is last year you had a brand new coach, brand new system, and then you're bringing in a quarterback from another team, and it's all brand new to him too. So you had this chaos of, coaching staffs trying to get shit figured out and you got a new quarterback trying to figure out the new coaching staff and their their shit's not fully you know rock solid so it'll be interesting for Aaron Rodgers to go into New York because the coaching staff is is a lot more st- settled and established so we'll see what happens with that i wouldn't doubt if they find success this season that being said it's going to show what kind of leader Aaron Rodgers is. Look back again to Peyton Manning. When Peyton Manning joined the Denver Broncos, again, this, the coaching staff was, was settled, and he came in and did his thing. Now, Peyton Manning, I'd rather have Peyton Manning over Aaron Rodgers any day. But let's see what Aaron Rodgers can bring to the New York Jets. Is he going to do something special like Peyton Manning did when he came over to the Broncos, like Tom Brady did going over to the Buccaneers? Is is he going to have the same impact? A lot will be determined based on his ability to lead his team and, and, and play well with others, really, honestly. You hear some side conversations that he's a bit of a bitch. So we'll see if that works out. But it what one of the things that popped in my head was remember Zach Wilson when last year he's uh, he was in a, a media scrum and they asked him this. So if they come to you in March and say, look, uh, we're going to keep you. We like you. We're going to develop you. But we're signing veteran X to be our starter. Mm-hmm. How would you feel? Yeah, I'm going to make that dude's life hell in practice every day. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers just laughing at him. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, he's just laughing at him. It's true. Zach Wilson, no, you're not. And I know that that was thinking that you're going to get somebody like Blake Bortles or somebody like that to, you know, fight for your job. Good luck winning against Aaron Rodgers. And here, if you're Zach Wilson, you need to embrace this and and sit back, fully dive in, and be under Aaron Rodgers. Now that being said, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a great, you know, history of helping the the people underneath him. In fact, a lot of quarterbacks aren't that way. Peyton Manning wasn't really somebody that, you know, from everything I've heard, wasn't really good at helping the quarterback underneath him. So. Will I, I'm not expecting Aaron Rodgers to go above and beyond and and help teach Zach Wilson. It's not his job. It's not his job. But if I'm Zach Wilson, I am studying 
Aaron Rodgers in every fucking thing that he does. And that's the way you should be in your job, too. If there's somebody that comes in and they're, they're a veteran and you might be pretty good, but you know what? It doesn't hurt to sit there and observe somebody that's been around longer than you and go, I really like the way this person does that. I, I can learn a lot from her or him, right? So there's nothing wrong with that. You got to humble yourself at times and go, shit, this person has been around and they know some shit. Nothing more annoying when people come in and they think they know and they don't have a fucking clue. Learn from the people around you. It's funny, too. Uh, it, that just popped in my head is as much as I've been around doing stuff, there's always times to learn. When I was hanging out with uh, what's his nuts, uh, Kip Wilson the other day, he was giving me feedback on my Instagram. I've Instagram's. Instagram is the one platform that I fucking suck at. I just don't have a lot of followers. I used to, then I was a dipshit and deleted my account. Then I tried to reactivate the account. And then they're like, you know, you can't, <laughs> you know, sorry. So I lost all of my, my followers. It's my own fault. So then when I started the podcast, whatever, I started from scratch. It's my own doing. But anyway, I can't seem to crack Instagram because I'm like stuck at like 300 some followers. That's it. And I was talking to Kip and he's like, you need to be doing it this way, not the way you're doing it. You start doing it this way. You're going to get a lot more interaction and you're going to start dipping into uh, other things and people will start, you'll start getting more followers. And his thing is do more stories instead of actual reels or what you can do is you do the, you do the, the stories. And then later, a couple days later, do those store, what you did as a story, just put it in as a reel. And then you're constantly kind of doing both, but it's, it's really one of those things where Kip is younger than me, but he has more experience in that. So I had to like humble myself and just be like, he knows more about this shit than I do. I don't know jack shit about, uh, especially Instagram. And that's where he's king and he dominates on it in, uh, in comparison to me. So whereas me on Twitter, he's he's but a child. And, you know, I, I have a decent more of a following than he does. But there's always... Which, by the way, do you know how many people actually, especially people that I know that... Ha have paid for followers. It's so fucking ridiculous. It's like, it's not that big of a deal. I'd rather have, here's the thing. Uh, as much as when you're in social media type in that realm, you want more followers and more interaction. But the thing is, is I want real followers and I can't imagine paying for your followers because you can always tell people that have a lot. They might have a lot of followers, but they have very little interaction it's because most of their their followers are fake in some aspect, whether they pay for them or not. But sometimes, if you like certain individuals, it'll it'll uh, it'll notify certain other people. Then then you get a bunch of like these. It's funny. I uh, on Instagram, what will happen is like if I like some random post or follow somebody, all of a sudden I'll get like these sex bots start 
following me. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Then you look at their profile because you're really desperate to see what their pictures look like. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? They have like one follower and they're following like 500 people. And then next thing you know, they're gone. <laughs> it's that's social media. Social media is such a scam for the most part. But anyway, it, it, it's interesting. And in Zach Wilson, going back to that story, he just needs to humble himself and realize, yeah, if there's an opportunity to learn from Aaron Rodgers, you gotta, you gotta do it. Now, that being said, Aaron isn't somebody that goes out there and really puts himself out there as an instructor, as a, as a leader. So as far as I shouldn't say as a leader, but as, as a teacher. So sometimes you, you, you know, you just got to get creative on that and just like kind of hear certain things and pick his brain and maybe force him a little bit to be a teacher. Okay. But you just can't sit back and just be and enjoy the, the, the second quarterback chair. Don't do that. No, you got to, Listen, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be around for very much longer. I give him like two more years. That's it. And then he's done. He's done. I don't know. I, I can see that that whole thing kind of exploding. Uh, by the way, I wrote that. I put a that zoo is hiring people to dress up as birds. I put posted that picture on Twitter. And Josh wrote, because I said, I want to do this job so badly. And he said, do it now. Do it. Why are you reading this response and not doing it? I told you, Josh, I would do it. If somebody has a costume, let's get together to huff uncensored at gmail.com. And we will go together and go promote the podcast and have fun with it. We'll get somebody to buy us lunch. <laughs> I don't care what the costume is for the most part, for the most part. Ooh, it would be cool if it was like something like He-Man or something like that, where it's like fake muscles. And then I could stand on the, on the, you know, sidewalk. Uh, the uh, He-Man loves the Huff Uncensored, <laughs> stuff like that. I don't know. It'd be fun. Let me know. The Huff Uncensored at gmail.com. What free costume can we get and how can we use that to promote the podcast? You're going to be my promotions director for a day. That's what we'll do. You're not going to get paid for it, but it'd be fun. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Oh, my God. The only thing I have is like an old wig that is like a Richard Simmons wig. So it's kind of an Afro-y type wig, but then it has a bald spot up front because he has a receding hairline that's the only thing i have as a costume just not worth going outside with but if i had something a little bit more extravagant that would be great that's where you step in or your friends and family let them know i'm looking for a costume dominatrix yes yes that's it i could oh, i'll wear a ball gag stay with me in a gimp costume <laughs> and i'll stand on the on one of the freeway uh, ramps. <laughs> Say, make sure you listen. <laughs> I just, could you imagine you're driving? Explain that one to your kids. <laughs> like, what is that man doing? Why does he have a ball in his mouth? <laughs> Dad's like, 
Oh, he didn't strap it right. <laughs> huh? What'd you say, honey? Nothing. Nothing. Anyway. Hey, it got weird. Really weird at the end. If you guys want to join the podcast, I love it when you do it. I love it. Every day that you guys interact with me, it's so cool. You can hit me up on social media at DeHuff Podcast, or you can just send me an email, DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you so much for supporting the podcast. I truly appreciate it. Uh, make sure you subscribe. If you can, give it a nice review. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. Go check them out in your app store. Download the Superbook Sports Colorado app and then get ready to try to take on Las Vegas. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.